This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Californication. Tonight's host is Stuart Lill. Joining Stuart will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Phil Svitek and Michelle Macedo. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Californication news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, Stuart Lill! Hey, everybody. Welcome hey, what's up, Stu? Hey, guys. Hey. Girl. Uh-huh. Singular. Guy. Stu, stop typing. Yeah, seriously, uh, okay. Stu, like, could you put it down for like a second? I haven't even begun talking. Uh, okay. When I say put it down, I I'm glad I have video here to back me up on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those of you tuning in, Stu tends to, uh, when, first off, one of our co or hosts is um, Kevin Undergaro, and he is not here today in Los Angeles. For those of you who don't know, we're dealing with a mini tsunami. Mm-hmm. And so he's dealing I with... I think the, that the better word would be monsoon. Monsoon. We're dealing with a monsoon. Since it's not coming from the ocean, it's coming from the sky. Wow. You are a weather Sir girl. served. I took weather at Emerson College. Weather served. Okay. So would you like to give the full report on why Kevin Undergaro is not here because of a monsoon? Well, I'm going to let you take that over, Phil. All right. So he's dealing with a leaking roof. So he is not here right now. Oh. Um, we wish him the best of luck. Filling in again this week is Stuart Lill, who in the past when Kevin was here and Kevin would um, say his thoughts that were deep and insightful, Stu would write them down in his laptop. Anyway, Stu, onwards. Oh, excuse me, Phil. Anyway, yeah, so yes. So this week, The Last Supper. Huh? The title yeah. of the episode, With yes. The, uh, Phil, what, what's, the, what's this uh, episode referred to as since it's the second to last one? Uh, it's the penultimate the episode. The penultimate episode. Oh. Phil, Phil oh. loves to uh, always mention well, that. Well, like in, um, okay, so so th- let's think of it this way, right? The Last Supper was right before the, um, obviously, the crucifixion. crucifixion. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So which it's, it's really which, funny that they reference that with the nun BJ. Yeah, that was the uh, greatest epiphany. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I have a lot of things to say about that, but continue what you were saying, Phil. What I was saying? No, I'm going to Stu's the host. Oh, continue uh, what you okay, were saying, Stu. Whatever the crucifixion, Last Supper. I don't. Anyway, um, so this episode we dealt with uh, Hank getting getting uh, uh, sent not sentenced, uh, convicted, and then um, and then right before his potential crucifixion right in some before sense. Before his potential crucifixion, uh, where it, this is really a turning point in the series. As I really brought up last week, as it was for our our man Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was. I don't think that was Jesus. Says the newspapers of the time called the Holy Bible. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like the AfterBuzz version of. It was year zero. <laughs> Is that what the Bible uh, came from? Mm-hmm. Newspaper clippings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Good old Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, the great <laughs> writers back then. Yeah. Seriously. But we won't even talk about the people that were overlooked. Anyway. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, so we dealt with a few dreams in this episode. Uh, kind of a, a kind of a shakeup. I'm glad we didn't go back to court one more time. Um, but yeah, we just uh, de- dealt with uh, Hank. By the way, very nicely done in the fact of, okay, we, we didn't want it to go that way. We could have spent another episode there, the whole procedure of like going back and forth. But no, we open up and... The computer goes up, and he's guilty. Great. Now, moving forward. Moving forward. Yeah, I was going to say, but actually, the first thing that I noticed, I only noticed that it said he was guilty because you guys mentioned it. I was like, oh, I guess they would refer to him as a novelist. I was like, I wonder, why do they have this like really awesome picture of him? It looked <laughs> like a... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. A photo shoot of him when they're talking about how he's sentenced to jail. Usually it's like people in handcuffs or something, mm-hmm. but this time it was like a a really good picture of him and I was like how how is that possible? Mm. Always got to get I, the good side. I mean I, I didn't see it at first uh either. Um I guess it took a second. Stu was Stu and I. No, no, no. A little a little hot second. It's okay. It's the nature of Texans, right? Yeah, okay. Um no Texas jokes on the show. All right. Um but uh but yeah so convicted right out of the bat and uh I thought it was it was it was uh, quite quite uh I don't know I just thought Karen would be there or Runkle that's just yeah. I I I kind of wanted the uh, I kind of wanted the guilty uh read out by somebody that was just me mm. I yeah, I wanted to see Hank's face a really quick a quick Maybe they couldn't thing. afford the set uh, yeah, I no. I th- for Maybe me, they did it way it. better. They they showed it through imagery. Everyone yeah. sort of finds out in their own way. And who's there for Hank? Our own lawyer, Abby. Yeah. Um, and what does she say? Let's get drunk. Let's, she said, "Let's get shit faced." Let's get uh, shit faced. Often, uh, I was trying to give the PG version, but okay. Oh, right. Uh, this is the new and improved cleaner. After let's get shiznit faced. Right. <laughs> Um, and I didn't know if that was a prison reference or a bar reference, but it turned out to be a bar. 
reference. Um, oh, really? A prison reference? Yeah. Um, is that a thing that you learned in prison? Do you want to know? Is it a prison thing? Yeah. What is? What? When you get shit-faced and... Uh, oh, uh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to Wow. Know. I don't think that's what she meant. No, no, no. Okay. Well, it turned out to be... Yeah, like... <laughs> well, okay. you know, he was just convicted. I just put right. two and two uh-huh. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He just he mentioned- well, she would have said it in a different context of like, let's get you shit faced, as in like really I'm pit- I'm mad thing. at you, and that's what you deserve. Well, because that's not what she meant. <laughs> we can move on. Um, so yes, the lawyer and Frank. Um, uh, well, the first few things that I noticed was that um, obviously, just like everyone in his life, they're enabling his addiction, mm-hmm. as well as. Uh, it's really, really funny how, like, uh, you know, beautiful women like that got through law school by getting shit-faced every time something bad happened. Mm. Um, I just felt like it wasn't that realistic, but okay, okay, let's suspend our disbelief for a second. And they one got shit-faced, and then we got to the gyno. Yeah, that was a great shot with Marcy's just spread eagle. Um, Mm -hmm. now I, from my understanding, I've never been to a, uh, OBGYN. Um, but I thought you kind of had a a good standing relationship with your, uh, your gyno. Yeah, but that's just Marcy. Oh, I I mean, usually I get really awkward and all I do is talk about if they've seen the vagina monologues or not. Oh, okay. I'm like, how about vagina? (laughs) Right. And, um, but really you don't have to say anything to them. Oh. Or you don't talk, they just, you know, it's very invasive mm-hmm. um which i thought she was like getting up and very like uh like uh flippant about it yeah which i was like okay she's like really not caring which i mean also is another thing like obviously i could tell that nothing was really happening mm-hmm. but um i thought it was funny it was bordering on on um you know masculine yeah humor mm-hmm. Um, Which is what the show is all about. This yeah. is right. why Stu, Kevin, well, and I love it. We can have masculine humor and also respect women. I think, right? Just like women but, could be feminists and also like men. But if all the, of all the women, wouldn't you say Marcy's the most respectable? The actually, I think Becca is the most respectable. Oh, okay. I didn't see that one. Yeah, uh, coming. But because we're talking <laughs> about Marcy. Yeah. Oh well, Marcy, I think is hilarious and really funny and it's sassy, just like the lawyer. Mm. They're smart, but they're still smart for the purpose of Hank. Okay. That's about to say word that I shouldn't have said. But the for his purpose, they're sexy for him. Mm-hmm. They're all these things for him. They're not just that and independent. This is for men. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all for their entertainment. And all of the men, I don't know if you notice, talk to the women like children. Mm-hmm. For example, the prostitute. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, you're, like, doing this, blah, blah, blah. They <laughs> do that to every single woman in it. I was watching it. All of them are children. I don't know if you guys have read the yellow wallpaper. No. No. Okay. Well, it's a feminist. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he's... That short story. I I, I still have not. Yeah, the short story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, basically, it's like this woman that's having all these feelings, and then um, this guy, her husband, is um, invalidating her. And at the end, she's like trapped in this in this house, and basically, it was saying like, you know, men and the husbands and stuff. 
mostly are supposed to treat the women like children. Mm-hmm. And the women are supposed to take care of the children. And everyone is like dependent on the dad mm-hmm. because that's the way that everything should work. Even in the like 50s flashback, that's the way it worked. And yes, it was the 50s. But I actually thought it wasn't very different from the way that he treated the women in his life anyway. But Becca wanted their life to be that way. Well, Becca wanted a dad who um, went to work and was boring and came home at 5.30. She didn't want to only that's not wear what we, That's not what we want of Hank. As, no. We, we want Hank out there partying. Talk to her like we a child. We don't want these Dylan. feminine things. Talk to her like a child. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Talk to me like a child. See what happens. No, no. Um, and if you'll excuse me for a moment, you guys carry on the conversation as I have... Uh, we, I have to deal with some other shows and emergencies that have been going on. L.A. is a shit storm? Tsunami? Shiznit Monsoon. Storm. Monsoon. So hold on one sec. There is right. a bit of an emergency. All right, Phil. Emergency right. after Buzz exclusive. Thank God Phil's out of the room. Okay. I know. So now, now we, we can, can actually talk. We can actually talk about this Damn, show. What a relief. <laughs> um, oh, he's so annoying. Before Phil yelled at me and i lost <laughs> thought uh where were we uh we were talking about well we were talking about the women thing but let's get more into a conversation okay. um like i was saying earlier the binging escapism basically is like the theme of this episode right yeah um speaking of this whole crucifixion and whether he's going to show up or not um and how everything yeah he's just uh i mean he's trying to get right with god and trying to get right with his wife and uh and just and his daughter and not think about tomorrow and yeah and yeah yeah really just trying to be the man uh that karen always wanted him to be yeah, yeah. except for it's is salvageable is it salvageable you mean uh, his relationships that he's ruined right, yeah yeah the sentence like his the consequences are now coming up for his actions mm-hmm. and he's been living his life like this anyway yeah the only difference is that everybody knows that it's going to come to an end mm-hmm. and it's going to be forced to come to an end, not by his own choice. Yeah. So now is like the time to get everything out. There. I think, though, that this is um, for Hank anyway, for his for the end to come this way is actually pretty good. Because oh, yeah, he could have so. had a really nasty STD. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I, that I mean, <laughs> he doesn't. Have they I, like said anything about that? I, I don't think they've ever confronted the issue. I've never seen him put on a condom. Um, I know. I I don't know how many little other He's hanks are out there. Trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine. Um, I don't know the the rate of of the spread of diseases in this city, but uh, yeah, probably maybe you know what it might be is um, what's that disease that really Henry the Eighth had it? Um, oh, um, syphilis. Yeah, maybe yes. Hank has syphilis, and so does maybe Karen. Maybe so. Do you want to look at the whole symptoms family, of Maybe syphilis? the whole cast has syphilis, and Actually, that's why they're probably like, everyone has syphilis. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's why they're driven crazy, and they can't stand. Any, that I, is I such mean, a good explanation for the crazies and, in this yeah, show. Yeah, they're going crazy, and Hank can never like say no to sex and like um oh yeah, yeah he's his, like his old decisions but uh, he sees a woman and he's like that is what they're there for yeah and it's also revealed that him his parents never touched each other at all remember he said that at the dinner table when they were like oh your parents go off to like closets and whatever they like try to have yeah. sex wherever they can and just like slightly uh, it was one sentence and he was just like well at least that my parents never touched each other oh that's what hank said mm-hmm. oh okay I didn't. No, I didn't catch that. There was a lot going on in that conversation. There was a that lot. was a very. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't. I can't remember a dinner conversation and in, in this show. And I was like, this is a great one, though. I, yeah. I'm finally. And and yeah, it wasn't. 
and here it is. And but, here it here is. It is. Um, but it. I We're watching it for everyone just listening. We're watching it up on uh, the screen right now. As I told Phil yesterday or the other day, uh, we got some nice illegal streaming, I think, is going on here. If anyone missed the show um, from their own cable, you can just tune no, I in. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Um, uh, yeah, I saw Jesse, you. don't give me that. I, I know you want to keep your job. but uh. <laughs> Right. We all do, right? <laughs> yeah. <I'm- laughs> Hold on, let me get out of my Benjamins and wave them in my face. <laughs> um, yeah, get those out. Those are good. Yeah. But, um, but right. so, um, oh, yeah, about the dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. Really intense. Becca is the only female in this entire show who's not sexualized, who is taken seriously, whose voice is respected, mm-hmm. and who tells the truth. Yeah. Do you think that someday, like maybe next season, um, Hank will ever encounter a woman that such as Becca, who, uh, well, you're not like Becca, but just a woman who's smarter and doesn't want to just jump into bed with him ever? Well, the thing is, um, the thing is, he is not, like, punished for being, like, stupid by sleeping with all these women. It's just, like, a man's sexual drive. And these women, I wouldn't necessarily say, are, like, not smart, because they are this lawyer woman who obviously is like self-aware and knows what's up. Mm-hmm. She's intelligent. All of them are intelligent, but it's like the what the impression that it's giving is like this guy is so like magnetic mm. that all of these women are drawn to him and they just like have to sleep with him. And I would really like to see that not happen because newsflash, he's not hot. <laughs> Like, I can see how he's attractive and his personality, he's funny and charismatic, but, like, are you kidding me? He's going to prison for, for statutory rape? No, he's not that hot. But that's obviously attractive to somebody who wants to act out a rape fantasy. A, a, Which, a don't wrinkled, even get me started. girl. Don't um, even get me started That's, like, that's a fantasy that. come true. Oh, that's... <laughs> I can't say the word. That's just no. Okay. No. That wouldn't. You, no. You've never had a friend. No. Or known somebody. I can respect people's sexual urges. That's fine. My twin sister did her thesis at Columbia on violence and pornography. Mm. I, I can I can watch it. I can see that from a from a level of okay, this is what people like. Uh, you know, by judging it, it's just completely writing it off, and then therefore no one can be open about it. But. The, the fact that this girl, this one girl that happened to, like, open the door, that found that out about him, just, like, wanted to do that, it just totally misrepresents women and, like, and it's so offensive to be like, oh, they liked that. Like, oh, they're going to like it. Mm. So even if he's doing it and, you know, they assume it's a bad thing and she's laughing off his sentence just like everybody else is, mm. then it's like, oh, well, that's okay because she enjoys it. You know, even though it's not what it's saying about all women, it's planting that seed in guys' heads. Oh, maybe she'll like that. It's okay that I like that. I don't have to question myself because maybe she will. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, rape, like, um, men with men. It's, that's something that's never addressed. Any sort of, like, sexuality they, like that is not they, addressed. They, they touched on it. When? They, when? Oh, when they referred to, uh, it was right after, um, he's was, he was about to leave Abby's place. He's like, yeah, before I, you know, go... Take it at, at prison. Um, yeah, that that is rape in prison. Yeah, okay. Um, but that isn't like homosexuality, and that isn't like a sexuality thing. That's power yeah, thing, right, yeah. more like. Yeah. So I don't think that counts as as talking about. Okay, all right. 
the queer community, mm-hmm. right? So that's that little comment. So you was think ra- not Hank okay. should get raped though? Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone should get raped. Uh, okay, or have to well, I, I, to understand I, you, you, what it's I know like. Wanna, I know you want to make it a balanced show. We've already had a statute or uh, statutory statutory yeah. rape. So you want it to even. Well, what I, what I don't want is to even, because an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Okay. And I think that it's really funny how when people get angry, they want the same thing. You know, it's just perpetuating yeah, it. Yeah, right. But what I do want is a little respect from Hank, a little respect of female sexuality, mm. the fact that femininity doesn't have to mean that they're submissive or submitting to his sexual desires. Now, in this scene... Um they were really like, Hank, you got, you know, you got screwed. You got, you know, it was, this isn't your fault. And, and I, yeah. And I, like you said earlier, it's like, they really, uh, aiding to his addictions and stuff. And, and, yeah. and it's like, so what, you know, nobody ever says shame on you, Hank. I mean, like they, I know. I know they said it before, like Karen was really pissed and everything, but like, but now they're like, you, you know, they're celebrating his, his, uh, yeah, his, I know. his legend. They have a party about it? Yeah. The thing is, okay, this is was my take on it. They are all enablers because they are all like that. Yeah. None of them have taken responsibility for any of their actions. Mm. It's just like, okay, that's funny. Let's laugh it off, which is like an adolescent mindset of like, oh, whatever. That's okay. Like my judgment isn't totally there so i can just not care and laugh it off the next day and it's all okay but they've gone through their whole lives like this Mm -hmm. so the only person that is taking the responsibility and um putting it back in their faces is becca Mm -hmm. she's like dad like you're so selfish you know when all of them are like oh yeah you know like you totally got screwed over blah 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 it was like, I just feel like he was going to get arrested one day. Yeah. You know, like he is crazy and reckless and it's going to hurt someone at one point. He's already hurt enough of his relationships and ruined most of his relationships. Yeah. And his relationship with his daughter is like barely hanging on. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? They're all enabling that. Mm-hmm. And even uh, even the girl, uh, Mia, who he's convict- uh, convicted for raping um yeah is, i was surprised like, she wasn't in this episode right yeah yeah she really should have been at the dinner party like hey hank right? you know, sorry <laughs> surprise <laughs> funny funny yeah exactly let's drink and have cake and let's just and innate- let's have an orgy innate- let's innate- do innate- it one more time exactly. just for just for old time's sake exactly it's like that that would have been californication <laughs> style right there exactly which maybe the show should be called shameless one mm-hmm because it's shameless. Okay. You know? Yeah. Would you not agree? I totally agree. Yeah. They're just not as, they're not nearly as poor. Um, I guess they used to be when they were in New York. And uh, as they said, as Becca mentioned, uh, California ruined them. Yeah. You know, um, moving is one of those things. It's like a big thing that's going to rip people apart. Mm-hmm. But I think they ruined themselves. Yeah. So. So would you say that Becca didn't uh, pin the blame on them then? She pinned it on another another source? Um, Yeah. I would say that she was like, hey. So the writers one more time got away with it. Exactly. They, they just couldn't put the blame yes. on somebody. So, and we revealed through uh, Stu's research, extensive research on his computer, we revealed that there are two women writers on the show. Yeah. Um, which is quite surprising to me since they planted the seed of rape is fun. It's a game. She might like it. Well, they uh, these women are 
I'm seeing here they had a sex change in 2004. Um, so they used to be men. So is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, like, I'm back. That explains it. Phil's oh, back. back. He I was am back. just like he just actually had no thoughts until then. So yeah. So that was my cover up. His thoughts were just like Hanks. It was like. Sex, 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 sex. No, how about this? <laughs> how about... Okay, sex, so let me sex, tell the viewers um, what I deal with. Like Hank, um, there's a tree that fell down in our front yard um, of the office. And so I, I'm taking care of it. We have special guests coming up for our Shameless Edition, Cameron Monaghan. And, um, you know, he, was, he actually braved the weather and he is here in studio waiting to come on. And you know what? I'm... <laughs> Monsoon the- pursues, and we are still here. Do we still. have the, That's uh, right. the live reporter, the chopper cam out front? <laughs> yes. Give us a view. We do. Yeah, why don't we, we have that? We should, except now they've been swept away by the monsoons. <laughs> um, also, Phil just makes it sound like a tree just fell over, like happened to fall over. But it actually, like, the wind and the street sign and the power lines fell over so like literally there's a tree completely blocking the front of the house that, and the power that. if and the power goes out it's cuz of that and that's california that is some california bit right there where people just don't care to fix anything and some well, uh, good fried squirrels as well out there there we go yeah. all right but Stu, where do we leave After off Buzz TV that's right <laughs> but um where do we leave off with the discussion well actually um Stu and i were having a really um intriguing discussion and i wish on feminism you, how yeah. Thank God I left. Can we move on? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ladies, anyone who's listening, don't worry. He's not going to get away with that. I just can't curse on it. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily (laughs) reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. So, anyway, we were talking about how... how nobody gets away with anything exactly and how well, oh, sorry, the sorry. They, no, all they do is get away with the men all they do is get oh, away with all they anything. do is get away with anything and all of um you know the prostitution i mean the, the rape game and all that stuff is just basically enabling them to not take responsibility for their actions and disrespecting women's sexuality because women's sexuality is not for themselves it's for hank oh by the way the women Agreed. the women never get away with anything uh, oh no marcy pregnant Oh, um, I know. Yeah. I know. Mar- oh. Okay, Marcy's pregnant. and But that's why, I mean, that's that's sort of um, the the message of all of this, of, of what Californication is, is that um, here's a carefree guy just being lucky. And we're, that's what we're rooting for. But his comeuppets, yes, mm. I say the word comeuppets, Again. and these guys hate me for it. Did you but say it's Muppets? Com- Muppets, is it? Is that yes. the word? Come Muppets. You know what? Muppets in space? Hank Moody would understand because he is a novelist and he would understand my diction. Um, he would understand your diction. That is the police coming to arrest you for whatever you have to say. Ring the alarm. Anyone know that Beyonce song? Okay. Yeah, girl, you know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we were also talking about how Becca is the only person... All of the adults in this show um, mm-hmm. completely avoid responsibility and do not take responsibility for any of their actions. And they even just enable each other to do the same thing. Like they have a party, you know, for him, like basically going to prison and all this stuff. And Becca is the only person who speaks the truth and who is intelligent enough to be like, hey, uh, dad, you're selfish. and It's totally your fault. Mm-hmm. And like you got yourself into this situation. Now what? Well, we don't want to face that. That's that's why I don't want to face reality. That's why, I, like, I totally avoid everything. Sue, would you pay attention? This is. I'm glad We're you're typing a conversation. this. Stu. <laughs> don't type that down. Okay. Stu, avoid rea- Here, I'm going to give you some advice. Avoid reality at all costs. Uh-huh. Are you writing this down? 
Okay. <laughs> Avoid reality at all costs. I can tie up with my mind. Don't listen to whatever these women have to say. Okay. Because you know what? Look at Hank. Oh, He's don't worry. This is never coming from the point of view of what those women have to say. This is certainly what men have to Two say. Two women... I would for. really like to. I'd really like. What do you to, think they're used for in that room? What do you think? Do they? Do you, do you oh well, the they're like, strippers. I don't know if you uh, know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those were the two staff. They just um, are inspiration <laughs> for everybody, and it's probably the producers or something that's like mm, we need more. Mm, oh, degradation. Oh, okay. good idea. Awesome. <laughs> well, can we also talk about the way that the sex worker was portrayed? This prostitute who's like, uh, I guess Hang is like a regular of right. Yeah. Who well, he used was, apparently, I guess, used to be or something. Well, she's a woman that is, um, you know, in charge of herself and whatever she likes to do, what she likes to do, and she does it. And she is, like, getting emotionally involved in all that stuff. Or, you know, she seems like they're friends or whatever. But she, um, she first of all, she doesn't take the money. What? Mm. Like, you're there. You just spent the night there. Take the freaking money. Second of all... Um, and uh, now I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Oh, he also talked to her like a child. All of the men, all of the men in the show are in the power of all the sexual situations and the women are not in power. So they're disempowered in every single sexual situation. Oh, so got a, got a party going on here. I know. So there's a party outside. I think it's Hank's, um, you know prison party yes yes uh it's actually my going away party because clearly i'm gonna get voted off the show thank god (laughs) seriously uh let's vote do we want phil off the show i'm gonna raise my hand Stu. i'll half it Stu. here's a here's a legit question before we get to commercial (laughs) um for our season finale are we gonna have strippers in here Ooh. in this room Yes. I actually know some strippers that I can get to come in and, and speak well, on no, the behalf okay. of how um, well, Phil offensive and Kevin, this show is. Phil and Kevin have a Rolodex full of uh, strippers as well. Oh, yeah. We they're, oh, yeah. They're friends. So too. next week we can look forward. By the way, so uh, Michelle, as you heard last week, knows the music supervisor of the show? Yeah. Okay. So she's going to get off her high horse and she's going to get the music per- supervisor. My to come. high horse called the quality? Yes, Phil. Yes. She's going to get the music supervisor in here. Meanwhile, Stu and I and Kevin will be in charge of the strippers um, strippers coming into the studio. All right. Okay. Um, what fine. type are we talking here? Uh, we welcome all strippers. Okay. All right. Are you talking about taste? Now are we going to I want, I want a surprise. I want a surprise stripper, though. I want, like, four coming in, and then we don't know, like, which one... Oh, God. Uh, uh, we don't know which one and it is. And let's see the difference of how you treat them, And right? then one just finally, you know, pulls the pants off. It could be a guy. Oh, so whoa, a yes, whoa. Let's have guy. that. No, yes, please. Could let's be a guy. That. So, uh, well, with that, please, let's go to commercial because that is horrendous. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to find out what the after buzz is about. Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This time. Television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. You mean it's Shakespearean? You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the afterbuzz. Three four seven eight five five eighty two sixty nine. Now in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's oh, trying to kill him, so it justifies fun. it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off! That wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. 
Glee, Gossip Girl, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, True Blood, The Walking Dead, Big Love, Jersey Shore, The Oscars, Celebrity Rehab, The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Stu, I can't wait for the stripper edition of California Cation. Oh, okay, and also let's be real, guys. If, really if real strippers came in here, like all of you would throw up. You'd what, be if so nervous. what if it's just one of us? What's that? Um, one of us. What, like me or you, Phil? Like we're the stripper. Like we don't yes. know which one it's going to be. Yeah. Or Kevin. I don't want you. No. That's such a good idea. I'll, Jesse, I'll, get us to our news and gossip, I'll please. Please. Oh, my God. After Buzz TV News. All right, so newcomer Michael Ealy will co-star in Underworld New Dawn, the fourth entry to the popular series about quarreling vampires and lichens. Under the direction of Mans Marland and Bjorn Steen, Ealy will play a detective in the film that is hunting Celine, played by Kate Beckinsale. However, he'll ultimately team up with her to take on a new threat. Uh, interesting. I love the Underworld. What's a lichen? What's a... Oh, that's a werewolf? Yes. Got and, it. Didn't uh, know it's that. It's a badass series. Uh, uh, and uh, Michael Ely is Karen's... Uh, Do you guys know who Celine is? Sorry, sorry. Keep Celine. going. Well, he, he's the love interest this season. He's the mulatto guy. And uh, Anyway, Celine... Celine is a, is a Greek or Roman god for the moon. I would uh, say Roman because, uh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's also going to be a movie. Is uh, The Yellow Wallpaper. Oh, really? Yeah, they're making that a movie. Yo, I gotta get on that. Yeah. Yellow wallpaper paper people. Call me. <laughs> Call my people. Thanks. Michelmonsato.com. <laughs> Good plug. What's what else we got? Alright, well that's your after buzz TV news and gossip for Californication, Sunday, March twentieth, two thousand eleven. So when are we gonna go to twenty eleven? Twenty eleven? Or like twenty twelve. Twenty twelve? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Twenty eleven. No, I'm just wondering. Is that I, your prediction, I, or no, is I, that a suggestion? I still say, I still, I go between the two. That is in the future. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's not. It's not a hit on Jesse or anything. Um, I'm, I, I'm just saying. But in general, yeah, because you know, it used to go 1990, and we didn't say 1999. Good. Anyway, observations. So predictions. <laughs> predictions. Nice yeah. opinion. I know. That's my two cents. For um, the week. predictions. Yeah. What's uh? He's gonna get his comeuppance. From. <laughs> Muppets? He's going to get Mupp- Muppets in Hollywood? Muppets yes. in New York? Yes, he's going to film on the movie Muppets. Oh, cool. I love those. Well, Hank shows up to be convicted um, by the big bad judge. Um, and uh, and something about his movie, of course. I, I thought we were going to see some of it filmed this season. Apparently not. And uh, It's okay. I, I think they're going to go entourage with it and film it in the... Uh, film it in the off season, the off season and uh, then we'll see the finished project next season which I'm a little disappointed about if they do that no they they, they always know uh, just in the way they handled the um, Hank being guilty today I think they'll know how to handle it without um, disappointing us mm-hmm. well do you guys think that he's gonna go to prison Ooh, uh, maybe he's convicted and then there's always that there's always those uh, people Probation. who are convicted and then, and then they uh, they do something and the appeal or something? Well, yeah. Okay. I don't know. He'll get. I think. I think this is it for Hank. Not that like this is the final, final end, but um, it could be the start of a new thing for him. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense too? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Jesse. We got some technical difficulties. See, I told you we're having monsoons. We're having power outages. 
There we go. Phil's getting stressed out and yelling. I know. Stu's crying. I'm drinking the rest of that green beer from St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Hells yeah. Yeah, we had uh, Budweiser gave us green bottled Budweiser, um, and so we were drinking that. I think. Oh, that's. I think we're still feeling the effects of that hangover. Um, and we, I don't know, whatever. Stu, take us out. Solid show, guys. Solid show. Come back, people. We love your fan approval, opinions, anything you can throw at us. And, and uh, uh, hopefully next week it won't rain and we'll have a better show because of the technical difficulties that we have experienced with a few fun. special guests as well. Yes. So, yes. Come back next week. And Thank we'll see you. you I love you all. Good night. We love you. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Where are you going? Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.